Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Um, Our topic today is Refuse to Live in Fear. And we're talking about this now for a particular reason. There's a virus out there, right? I am once again in the studio with my friend and colleague, Kristen Canham from Home Care Concierge. Um, what day is it? March 13th? Friday <laughs> yes, the 13th? Friday the 13th. March yes. 13th. To give you some reference of where oh, we boy. are in time, because um, we don't know how this whole thing is going to play out. Um, But I think the tips that we're going to go through and the advice that we're going to give you is going to be good beyond this virus, because we will get past this virus. I know that. Um, In the meantime, and Kristen, what about it? Fear. Are you seeing any out there? Are you watching any fear unfold? Definitely. What, what can you say about that? And you're, you're in healthcare. Like, I'm in healthcare. I'm in healthcare. So unfortunately, I'm definitely seeing a lot of fear. Um, we have a lot of situations where individuals are scared. They don't know what's coming up next. And yeah, it's the, it causes a lot of anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fear of the unknown. I'm going to read a little paragraph here from an article about fear. It says, it is human nature to avoid emotions that scare us. Who wants to walk directly into what promises to be a painful experience, except that by continually avoiding looking at the boogeyman within, you become hostage to the monster. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that is good. Right? Typically, this involves hiding from any potential stressor that might cause upset and engaging in endless distractions. But we can't hide from this. No, we can't hide right? from it's it. It's <laughs> everywhere. It's on every news channel. It's on the radio continually. It's in our workspace. Oh, it obviously. pops up on your phone. It, you know, nowhere, everybody talks about nowhere it. Nowhere to hide. So mm-hmm. um, my producer was talking before we started. And he said one of the things that I, one of the piece of advice is that I hear people offering, and I think it makes good sense, is, Turn the news off. Yes, yes. Don't don't get sucked in 24-7. We're not suggesting that you not be informed. We want you to be informed. We know how important that is. We're in healthcare. We get it, right? We, we understand how catastrophic this could be. It's why we're all being so proactive. But you shouldn't watch it. You shouldn't be glued to the screen or to the radio or to the media or to the news 24-7 in fear of the next big announcement, right? Exactly. Because no, stop, just stop. That'll suck the life right out of you. <laughs> it will. And I realized just coming from my own perspective that just like anything else, it's what you take to it. It's the attitude you have about it. So today, for instance, and, and this is Friday the 13th, <laughs> one of my favorite days, I have to say, I was born on the 13th of a of December. So was it a Friday? I was not born on a Friday, but I had my 13th birthday on a Friday. So (laughs) I kind of like today, these days like today, but yesterday I was a little down because there was so much going on and it was crazy. It's been overwhelming. It's been overwhelming. So today I woke up saying, who can I help today? All of us can help. We've had disasters before. We've had things come up. This ain't our first rodeo. This is is not our first rodeo. And if you look at it after the fact, Most of what you're talking about is what good came out of it. 
the community, who came and helped each other, the positives. So, right now it's scary, can but I, there's a lot of positives going on. There are. Let me throw one at you. Um, I heard I heard it through the grapevine, so this has not been validated, that the Cleveland Clinic is um, excusing co-pays and wanting to invite everyone in to make sure that they get the care that they need. They don't want people to stay at home because of financial concerns, um, pretty much. Not validated. I should validate that before I said it. But the point is we're all doing extra Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. sure that people are well-informed, that they're taking the necessary precautions. In the healthcare arena, we're working hard to make sure that all of our employees are screened and that visitors are screened or maybe not allowed. We have said no visitors yes, yes. Um, because um, at Capitol, we have nursing homes and home health care and assisted living. And we're caring for that highly vulnerable population. And we understand that with this virus, the death rate is much higher for those people. Yes. That's why we're taking it so serious. Um, but at the same time, if you let it, cripple you or paralyze you, that's no good. That's not good at all. That's no good. That hasn't done anyone any good. (laughs) No. So the first tip on here is to face your fear. Well, I don't see how we have a choice. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of have to face it. In this situation. But I'll, I'll tell you something else um, that comes to mind. So um, we're broadcasting out of Columbus, Ohio, and we have properties in Dayton. And last year we had a tornado in Dayton. Nashville recently had a devastating tornado. It reminds me of how blessed we were in Dayton not to have a bunch of deaths because the tornadoes came through around the same time right. in the evening. And there were a lot of deaths in, in Nashville um, but we got through that tornado and all the aftermath, and two of our nursing homes were heavily impacted. We had no electricity, but we have to still have to provide care for our residents. And I can, so you get through that moment, but then the fear can set in. I remember sitting in Dayton in a cafe a couple weeks after the tornado, and the skies darkened, and my heart started racing. And I had to deal with it. Like, I can't. Let my heart get excited every time the skies darken. But boy, when you live through something like that, we're not saying that it's unjustified. Oh, we sure, get it. Sure. Like the fear is founded. But what we are so also are saying is that you you have to rise above it. You have to find yeah. a way to work through it. Um, so this one says, allow yourself to sit with your fear for two or three minutes at a time. Just thrash around with it. Talk about it in your head, right? Yeah. Have a conversation I, with yourself. Face it. You're facing it. That's just. You are. You can't just squelch it. It's going to be there. You're yes. going to have fear, but it's how you deal with it. How you deal with it. And this next one says, write down the things that you're grateful for. That's a good one. So um, lots of things I just mentioned that we're grateful for after mm-hmm. the tornadoes in Dayton. Um, I think with this current health care crisis, we're more appreciative of our health. And toilet paper. And toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Although I don't get that. Do you understand why the toilet paper is flying off the shelves? Uh, The only thing I think is that if somebody feels like they're going to be quarantined for two weeks, they want to make sure they have enough toilet paper in the house. But you know what? I'll bring you some. That might be the cleanest explanation I've heard. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, I'm not sure I get this one, but for sure. 
that's kind of um, indicative of panic, though. Right? It is. I'm like, is. next we'll have a shortage of milk or something, right. milk and bread. <laughs> right. And and that's and that's what's scary, and that's what fear can spread is yeah. panic. Yeah. And that's what we have to watch for. What we're trying to avoid. Okay. This one says, remind yourself that your anxiety is a storehouse of wisdom. It says, write a letter, dear anxiety. I am no longer intimidated by you. What can you teach me? Kind of what you were just saying, right? Get up with a new attitude. Think, oh, I'm going to learn something. Today, this situation is going to teach me something. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And part of it might be how to avoid anxiety. But if I do get anxious, even there, I can slow my roll. I can control my own universe. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. And I can step. uh, You know what? I'm just going to sidestep you, fear. You just lay right there because I'm not going to stay with you. Right? So... The next one is exercise. I know. And that's the hardest one. <laughs> when I go to the doctor because I have been low energy or whatever and find out everything is wrong and she says, you just need to change your diet and more exercise. I'm like, no, that's the worst prognosis. <laughs> well, it says exercise can refocus you and your mind. And we do yes. know that when you exercise, you use up all that extra energy. That you could use yeah. to make you nervous, it right? Just, you just feel good. You feel I mean, good. And it, that's scientifically proven. So, yes. so important. And you know what? I don't, it doesn't say this, but I'm going to add this to it. Get outside and breathe some fresh air. Yes. If you're not yes. capable of exercise because of whatever, healthcare conditions, or maybe you're going through something right now, or maybe you don't have a way to get to the gym or whatever it is, you can step outside and breathe the air. Yes. Take some deep breaths. Calm yourself down, right? Remind yourself you're alive. Oh, and today is a perfect example of that. It's March 13th. We're going through a lot, but it feels really good outside. It's beautiful outside. And guess what? You're pretty safe from this if you go outside. Yeah, you're safer outside than inside, (laughs) right? Okay, well, we've been doing this one. Use humor to deflect your worst fears. So I was at a conference in Orlando last week. Um, Sort of got on the plane before the whole thing blew up. And um, my mom, mommy kept calling and she's like, I can't believe you traveling at this time. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, I like, want to get home. <laughs> cancel live. Like, you want me to walk home from Florida, mom? That's not going to happen. About a thousand miles between here and home. Yes, I'm going to fly home. Um, at the conference, I heard somebody say it's probably too soon for a joke about the virus. Well, we're past that at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not laughing at people. Again, we understand the seriousness of this. We're, we're My whole week, and I know our whole executive team here at Capitol, this whole week has been taken up um, on this virus. We stopped everything and did what we have to do. And and here's here's something that I'm hearing even today in terms of fear. Some folks are leaving our nursing homes and leaving our hospitals because they don't want to be in that environment. They're afraid. They think they'll be safer at home. And some folks who are at home getting home care are saying, I don't want home care anymore because I'm afraid. I don't want any visitors to come into my home. That's what we're talking about. That's not a good place to be. We're healthcare professionals. This is what we're trained to do. This mm-hmm. is our time to shine. We're not going to sit on the sidelines and say, I hope the public figures it out for themselves. No, no, nope. no, no, no. That's, and you can't deny the care that you need because you're afraid. You can, but you won't be better for it. You'll be it's worse not for help. it. Yeah. No, it's not going to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here's one. Appreciate your courage. 
it says Doreen, whoever that is, would tell herself during difficult times, every time I don't allow fear to keep me from doing something that scares me, I'm making myself stronger and less likely to let the next fear attack stop me. Pat yourself on the back if nobody, and a lot of times these are internal conversations we don't share with people. I could probably count on my one hand the times that people have said, I'm not doing it because I'm afraid. They just say, I'm not doing it. Yeah. yeah. And so that whole fear conversation is internal. It goes on within yourself. So you might have to pat your own self on the back because nobody else knows what you're dealing with. Very true. I would encourage you to talk to somebody. Find a confidant because it's important to do that. Um, But if you haven't, when you do make those positive steps and you move past it, do something nice for yourself, right? Oh, yeah, Depending I agree, on how, definitely. What kind of fear you're overcoming or yeah. how long it's been gripping your life or, or stopping you from moving forward. So the message is don't let the boogeyman stop you in your tracks because you're bigger and better than that. That's right. And you're braver than that. That's right. And it's in your best interest yep. not to be captivated by the boogeyman. He can't hold us hostage. No. We'll out negotiate him any day of the week, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kristen, anything else before we close? No, I just uh, hope that everybody out there uh, stays healthy, but laugh. It is the best medicine. You have to keep your sense of humor. Yep. Humor. Laughter mm-hmm. is good medicine. And, and we just, we just don't want you to, let this stop you from doing what's in your best interest or create anxiety that's unnecessary or stress you out to the point where you become ill or paralyzed um, or, or anything like that. So thank you for listening. Till next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back.